0: This is Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creative, and lifelong learner. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, simple mindfulness tools available to everyone to empower greater control of life's experiences and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week, Does everyone have struggles in their lives, or is it just me? Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure everyone encounters this along the way. And veritably, everybody I know looks at the struggles that they experience in their life and go, this is only me, right? Am I the only one who struggles with these things? But the reality is, you're not. The first of the four noble truths of Buddhism, laid out by the Buddha himself, is that there will be suffering. Now, a lot of people have translated this to be life is suffering, but I don't feel that that really covers it. And there are others in the Buddhist scholarship that agree with this concept. It's a lot less like life is suffering. It's much more there will be suffering, which translated into a clearer vernacular is shit happens. And it's true. Things are going to happen along the way in your life that are completely and utterly out of your control. And this is going to cause any number of struggles. These struggles can be tangible and intangible, and frankly, sometimes they're both. For example, one of my struggles has been regarding my health over my lifetime, specifically my weight I have been overweight since I was a kid. I went through numerous diet programs. I have gone through a bunch of different things all of my life to try to adjust my weight. I've done crash diets. I've changed things in my diet. I've done extreme things where I've cut out things from my diet, all that sort of stuff. I've given a lot more energy to exercise. I've really focused on starvation and doing various things to fight the good fight and lose weight. The thing of it is while my weight is not great and I'm still overweight on pretty much every single chart and according to the doctors, other elements of my health are actually relatively under control. My cholesterol is controlled by medication and it's gonna be naturally high, thank you, genetics. And my resting heart is outstanding. My cardiac health is fantastic. So all things considered, a great deal of my health is not a physical issue. Here's the thing. I eat fairly healthy. I don't do fast food. I don't really do fried foods. I'm really conscientious about getting in vegetables and good healthy things and eating a balanced diet. But most of what I contend with when it comes to this sort of thing is an emotional and a mental issue. And this is where we get into the philosophical. It really boils down to issues with who, what, where, how and why I am. Some of which I ask of myself, but some of which I feel are generated by societal expectations. Am I good enough? Is this going to make people like me more? Am I going to be more acceptable to this person, that person or whomever, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And this is a massive amount of intangible because on top of that, I also have various mental and emotional struggles such as depression, issues with my self-worth, questions about my values, and things of that nature. When you tie these together, it can become incredibly overwhelming and, big surprise, the next thing you know, you're struggling. This is where struggles come from and this is where veritably Everybody struggles in one way or another, almost more often than not on the intangibles. Sure, they sometimes connect to tangibles because, frankly, when it comes to your health, wellness, and well-being, it's never just the physical. Health, wellness, and well-being is made of four parts. Physical is one, but the other three are mental, emotional, and spiritual. And I've divided these before and explained them, but what it boils down to is Thoughts, feelings, and a general sense of being. That's where emotional, mental, and spiritual health come into play. And when any of them are off, they will impact your physical health. So it's not a big surprise that we struggle because, let's face it, most of the time, we're focused on the tangibles of our lives. We're focused on the physical because it's what's most obvious. Your body is there. All you have to do is look in a mirror or look down at yourself. And I don't mean that in the mental emotional phase. I'm talking actually physically take a look and turn your head and look at your body. The point is the physical is tangible. You can feel it. You can touch it. It's connected to your six senses. And that for a lot of people is a lot easier to deal with and understand than the various and sundry intangibles. Here's the thing. Everybody struggles with something. It might be big, it might be small, it might be important, it might be relatively unimportant, but there's always things that people are struggling with. Questions, concerns, uncertainties, decisions, choices, and they're not always obvious and easy. Oftentimes, you're looking at something and going, well, what do I do? And before you know it, if you start analyzing it too deeply, it becomes a struggle. And the next thing you know, you just aren't sure. There's no clue which way to go, what you should do, and so on and so forth. You know why everybody goes through this? Because we're all human. There are exactly three absolute certainties of life for every single one of us, and they are... You're born, you live, you die. That's it. Those are the absolute and only true certainties of your life experience. You're born, you live, you die. What happens between the extremes of birth and death is a whole other matter. And it's going to depend on your life experience, your circumstances, your environment, your education, the people that you surround yourself with or are surrounded with, where in the world you come from, and so on and so forth, and struggles are going to be variable depending on what elements make up you and how you're perceived both by yourself and by the world at large. As a cisgender straight white male, my struggles are almost entirely emotional, mental, and spiritual because, to be perfectly blunt, I'm in a world that was made for the likes of me. I am completely incapable of understanding the various and sundry struggles of anybody who is from any marginalized group I do not have a part of. Ergo, somebody who's a person of color, somebody who's gay, somebody who's transgendered, any of these things don't phase my life in the same way that they're going to phase theirs because I don't have these experiences. So my suffering is going to be different from their suffering. But it doesn't lessen the fact that everybody is going to experience suffering. And some of this comes from the fact that ultimately, every single one of us is alone. There is nobody in your head, heart, or soul but you, and for some people, that leads to loneliness, which is not the same as being alone. Loneliness is a sensation of disconnection. It's that you haven't got those connections. And this is part of why people will seek connection in both tangibles and intangibles. Hence, why people look to friends and family and strangers and co-workers, but then also turn to an abstract idea of a god or gods or the power of the universe or some other entity beyond our simple grasp when it comes to all the struggles that people have and believe me everybody has struggles recognizing acknowledging and then embracing them is vitally important just about everything that you can buy is sold to you on the promise that it's going to lessen any struggle that you have having a hard time getting accepted whiten your teeth with this toothpaste Having trouble getting dates? You need to own this car if you want to be the sexiest you can be. Not sure about the security of your home and that is causing you struggles? You need this security service. I mean, all of it. All of it is playing off of our fears and our struggles and it's doing its best to sell you a solution for your struggle. That's pretty much what all consumerism is about. Spend the money, buy the thing, get the good, get the service, and hey, your life will be better. Funny enough, that almost never works. That's not to say that money doesn't matter and that money can't help with fixing certain things in your life. But when it comes to your overall life experience, the things you buy and have aren't really going to make your life better because the tangible isn't truly what we seek. It's generally much more about the intangibles, Connectivity, love, affection, acceptance. These are the things that most make us feel good. When it comes to your health, wellness, and well-being, only you can truly know what's going on inside your head, heart, and soul. And for some people, that's deeply infuriating because, well, how do I know this? Why is this on me? The reasoning is because You're only human, and you're a singular being. For a lot of people, that's something they do not wish to face as often as possible. But when you don't recognize, acknowledge, and embrace that and the struggles that it causes, there's no way for you to be self-aware enough to do anything about those struggles, at least not before they have a lot of negative impact on you. Here's the thing, though. You don't just need to go this alone. Lots of others in the process of going through these things have written books or created programs or have otherwise designed medical help for you that you can use in order to better yourself and get assistance and get help. Because while you're the only one who can fix what's going on in your head, heart, and soul because you're the only one in there, there are others who can lend you a hand. But, and this is deeply, deeply important here, nobody else can fix it for you. There is no quick fix. There is no miracle cure. It's going to require effort and time and energy and work done by you. And this begins with recognizing, acknowledging, and embracing the struggles that you have. And by embracing them, I'm not talking about loving them and making them the better part of something. I'm talking about accepting them. That's really all it's about. Embracing your struggles is saying, yes, yes, I have these struggles. Now what? The next step is to embrace change, growth, and evolution. In addition to the absolute certainties of a person's existence involving birth, life, and death, there is one and only one constant in the entire universe, and that is change. Change can, will, and does occur all the time. It is frequent. It is often unexpected. A lot of the times, it's completely undesirable and unwanted, but it happens, and there is nothing you can do about it except recognize and acknowledge and embrace that change is going to occur. In many instances, change is a very good thing. For example... If you're having a bad day, if things started out on the wrong foot when you literally stubbed your toe getting out of bed this morning, this is not going to be the way things are tomorrow. Change is going to allow you to start anew after you get a good night's sleep or even a semi-decent night's sleep. The point is tomorrow is another day. And change means that it will not be the same as today. And you can embrace making things different. You can take actions to direct change for your own improvement. For a lot of people, however, change is deeply distressing. Things are a certain way. They feel like they've always been this way, and they, just, they can't change. Change is unacceptable. But unfortunately, change is going to occur whether you like it or not. And when change is about progress and making the world better For more people. With things like greater diversity and inclusivity and things of that nature, it's not a bad thing. Yes, it can feel like you're being left behind, but the truth is we're not all struggling for limited pie. We are in a universe of grand and incredible abundance. There is more than enough of everything you can think of to go around. And when it comes to change involving inclusivity and diversity and things of that nature, it's not taking anything away from anybody else. And a lot of people, when they feel terrified of change and they're, they're scared of it, are not seeing it from a place of abundance, but of lack, scarcity and insufficiency. The vast majority, if not frankly all, lack, scarcity, and insufficiency is artificial. It's been made up by somebody as a modicum of control. They use it to try to manipulate people to do what they want them to do, to be what they want them to be. It's not the reality of our abundant universe, in especial when what most people desire isn't tangible, it's intangible. Inclusion is not about having more toys. It's about having more acceptance. It's about having people let you in on the party, let you be and live as you desire to live, no matter who you are, the color of your skin, the people that you wanna have sex with, because these things don't lessen from anybody else. Yes, I've gone off on a tangent here, but this all ties together because all of these things are struggles people experience. Whether you have them or not, somebody else does. And everybody has struggles. Here's the problem. A lot of people's resistance to change is what causes a great many struggles, both tangible and intangible, which is why when you embrace change And growth and evolution, you make it easier to deal with all of your struggles, whatever they are. So no, everyone has struggles in their lives. It's not just me. But I want to bring up one last thing before I conclude here today. We need to talk about this more. Mental health is not given the level of attention it deserves. We are in the midst of a massive mental health crisis right now that a lot of people are not acknowledging or giving proper attention to. Post-COVID and everything we had to deal with with the pandemic, we all experienced some really new, massive struggles. And people who previously experienced few to no struggles found themselves struggling. And it hasn't been Addressed. We don't talk about this because it gets shunted off to being taboo or it's part of impropriety or it's inappropriate or take your pick. The truth is mental health is something that affects everybody. Even people with good mental health still have mental health. It's there. And when you don't address the mental, emotional, and spiritual health, which I will all wrap together as mental health, for simplicity, when it comes to that and you don't address it, it will eventually impact your physical health. Stress begins as mental health issue, and stress leads to cancer and heart attacks and other bodily problems in the physical if it's not addressed This is why we can't just ignore struggles. This is why I think we need to recognize and acknowledge and embrace our struggles to one another because I think the more that we're empowered to talk about this, the more we make it a public matter, a public concept. And I think that when we bring this out to the world more and show people that nobody's truly alone in their struggles, we can all better deal with our struggles, and we can see that everybody has struggles in their lives. It's not just you, and it's not just me. All right, let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. We're gonna do something very simple this week. Do something extra kind and nice for yourself. One day this week, I want you to set aside time for yourself. And if it feels good, you can include a loved one or loved ones or whatever. But this needs to specifically be about treating yourself. Give yourself an exotic dessert, a delicious meal, a movie, go see a play, spend some time in a hammock, or go out on the beach, or just do something that is relaxing and pleasant and feels good. Do not Have with you your phone, a tablet, or any direct connection to the outside world electronically. Escape. Do something that makes you feel good, that feels content, and is free of struggle. For however long you allow yourself, if it's 20 minutes, if it's an hour, if it's a whole day, it doesn't really matter. Just take the time to do this extra kind and nice thing for yourself and simply be in whatever space you do this in. This is a great way to set aside your struggles and give yourself some time to reset and be better empowered. Thank you for joining me for this week's Self-Awareness for Everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at You can follow me on social media, via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fima Mahoney. She is the phenomenal creator of my original cover art, Do me a favor and take a moment to check out her work at Talia's Inspirations, that's her Etsy shop. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn, at titaniumdawn.com, as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon. I hope you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness, and can be applied to improve not only your life experience, but potentially that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be, and you are not the only one struggling. Namaste.